Function with Purpose podcast. All things health, wellness, fitness, and education with a physical therapy perspective. I am Dr. Amy Bullock, owner and founder of Fortress Physical Therapy. Fortress PT is here to serve the Charlotte metro area by highlighting the importance of how and why physical therapy should be a part of your health and wellness lifestyle. Here we go. Episode 7 of the FPT Function with Purpose podcast. Dr. Amy here again with you guys. Thanks for listening. Gosh, episode 7, lucky 7. I don't know. I think 8 is my lucky number, so we'll see what the next episode brings. Something with 8. I don't know. Infinity. Anyway. Okay, today's topic. How... Creating autonomy for your patients or for my patients. How and why autonomy is important for physical therapy. And how um, education is, is powerful. I am a huge proponent of education. Every time a patient comes in, I try to spread the knowledge that I gain onto them. No matter what age. No matter what age, it could be a teenager all the way up to someone in their 70s. But my concept, my thought is I want to help create autonomy for my patients to become what I call thinking athletes or thinking patients in order to navigate aches and pains, funky movement patterns, which then overall creates a huge, huge aspect of self-awareness. Because there's a lot of things in our life that we're not self-aware of. But I will say, this pandemic has definitely shed light on that for me. But, from a therapy standpoint, placing the power in the patient, that they essentially are their own healers when they make that step and decide that they want to take care of their aches and pains, their faulty movement patterns, their inability to lift their arm overhead to reach in a cabinet without pain, or to even sleep better without pain, to get quality of sleep. Well, guess what? There's so many things that involve... um, that encompasses patients, right? We call it the bio, the biopsychosocial model. So, as a therapist, I'm constantly thinking of that bio or biology, thinking the chemicals that go on underneath the skin that we can't see. So, hormone levels, inflammatory stuff, right? Some of that stuff, or most of that stuff, is out of whack, and patients have no idea about it. Now, I personally went through some things. I went through a bout of overtraining not too long ago, and I felt like poo-poo. I think poo-poo is my word. I think I said that on, like, every episode. Anywho. um, Psycho, or psychology, right? Is your mind right? 
in order to create better perceivement of goals? What are some outside environmental factors that are affecting you? Is that keeping the pain around? Because, oh my gosh, internal or external environment stuff, or perhaps a phone call that you had with a friend, or something that you saw on social media, can definitely directly affect how you feel, how you move, how you exercise, and your response to that. And social. What's your social like? What's your social life like? Well, the pandemic, we know, we can blame everything on the pandemic. Yes, blame everything. But it's up to you to make the choice. So, socialization. How are you keeping social with your friends, family, yourself? You know, are you gaining knowledge? Are you gaining knowledge about this pain in your shoulder? You can ask Dr. Google all you want, but Dr. Google ain't going to fix you. So, the point for me when patients come in to see me for primarily pain, um, because other things have failed them in the past, we have to establish a clear pathway to success. So I educate them extensively on the first visit. You know, while, while I'm doing some hands-on work and then we kind of fix, you know, a squat pattern if that's what they came in for. Maybe they have hip pain and then we assess that. Because a lot of nine times out of ten, their pattern of movement is not well. And that could be causing their, their pain issue. But enhancing the patient experience with quality of movement and understanding slowing things down, focusing on the small stuff... And doing a gut check when they go back to their CrossFit class or their HIT class, that quantity of movement ain't gonna make you better in the long run. It's more so quality. So when I think of this, when I think of quality versus quantity of movement, which one do you think is gonna make you better and sustainable, perhaps out of pain? longer down the road? Do you think performing 100 wall ball shots per time within 10 minutes is going to create longer longevity or better longevity down the road? Or is maybe doing a proper warm-up leading into a couple sets of 10 wall ball shots that are more quality of movement going to be better success for you? You can still sweat with that, right? So sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, I try to educate and, and help enforce my patients to become these thinking athletes or thinking patients that if there's a particular movement or a particular way that they move their arm and it causes pain, take some notes. How is your body positioned when you're reaching for that cup in the cabinet? Are you leaning to one side? What about reaching with your other side? How does that feel? What about doing a split squat, checking one side with the right leg in front into a split squat into another? And by split squat, I mean kneeling on one knee, split squat. There's probably going to be an imbalance there. 
That's what physical therapy is for. We help help patients become more aware of some imbalances they may have or asymmetries, which is normal. I mean, that's normal to experience um, within the human body. But physical therapy can help enhance that, bring that to light, and make that a priority for you. We're not just nitpicking things. We have to pick out the small stuff in order to create a bigger picture. Right? So sometimes when you're in that CrossFit class or you're in that interval training class and you have some of your friends near you and you're going all out, sometimes you just need to do a gut check because 100 wall balls for time, instead of breaking it up smartly, 10 sets of 10, finding your load and capacity with minimal pain or discomfort, it's probably a better route for you in the long run. Because performing 100 wall balls for time in two sets of 50, you're probably going to feel it after, and you might take longer to recover from that. I can vouch for something like that. Believe me, as a physical therapist, I still dip my foot into some hard workouts and know that I'm not an elite athlete. But anyway, that will be for another episode. Yeah, so autonomy is the way to go. Becoming that thinking patient, that thinking athlete. When I coach classes, I, I throw out little comments. When you're doing a front squat with the barbell, how is your weight distributed between your feet? Do you feel like you're favoring one side versus the other? Are you shifted too forward on your toes? Are you too back? Is your elbows, are your elbows or your upper humerus or upper arm parallel to the floor? How upright can you get? Is your heart forward? Can I see your logo? Oh. A simple movement like that, or even just an air squat, oh yeah, I can make you sweat. But that's a cool thing when patients come and see me. These are things that we can progressively help assess and address once pain diminishes. And a patient may want to work on a specific movement or to be able to reach overhead without pain. Well, there's there's little things that we need to concentrate on first after we put out the fire of pain. All right, you guys, if you're in the South Charlotte area, hit up Fortress Physical Therapy in Pineville, North Carolina. Maybe I can help you a little bit. That's a wrap for today's episode, Function with Purpose podcast. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes within your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, or drop your comments and questions below. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Thanks for the listen. Pursuit, precision, purpose.